Hey there, it's Carrie Robina, host of Dream Builders Podcast, and I am really thankful that you are here today because I have a very special guest on the show. Her name is Lacey Friend. She is my mentor and is the one who shared about the products and the opportunity that have changed my family's life. She talks about how she got into the business. It might surprise you. She talks a little bit about some of the dynamics that she has had to work through, gives you some tips on how to stay the course, whether you are someone who is new in network marketing or you are someone who is in the middle. And at the end of the episode, she shares about what she calls God dreams and how God has been using the network marketing industry as a vehicle to help children all around the globe. Before we get into today's interview with Lacey Friend, I want to share with you the Dream Builders quote of the week. It's by Robert Kiyosaki, and he says, network marketing gives you the opportunity to face your fears, deal with them, overcome them, and bring out the winner that you have living inside of you. I hope that you see yourself as a winner. And to know that we all have fears and we have to deal with them, but you can overcome them. And network marketing is a way for you to do that as you lock arms with other people who believe in you, who are building their businesses with integrity, who are using it as a vehicle to really make a difference in the world around them. All right, now let's go ahead and chat with Lacey. You're listening to Dream Builders Podcast, designed to help you build your dream life through network marketing. Here's your host, Carrie Robina. Lacey, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Dream Builders Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Lacey, you are so meaningful to me and my life. So for those of you who are listening, Lacey is the person who is responsible for um, me getting into network marketing and building a business and navigating the, the intricacies, I guess, of the business and sometimes the challenges that come along with it and all the great that comes along with it too. So Lacey, I would love if you could share real quick with the people who are listening, the background of how you got into this industry. You bet. Well, I love this story because I hope it brings hope to people who are just your regular mom or dad, um, regular, you know, person out there who doesn't really have experience, doesn't consider themselves a professional in this industry, and probably just someone who was skeptical like I was or has always wondered about it like I did. And so it was years ago that I watched a lot of people from my hometown get involved with our company. And I watched and I was skeptical and I made fun of it. And everything that I could think of because I just didn't know a whole lot about it. And probably because I didn't believe I could do it. And it was a whole year later that my friend called and begged me to come to her house. And I just said, Oh, goodness, no, not for that. I've, you know, I've made fun of it. It's probably not for me. And lo and behold, it was an ice storm and nobody was coming. And she felt guilty that these ladies had driven a couple hours to come and share with people and she had no one there. So I did it because I was going to be a good friend not because I was interested, but I Love went, that. yeah, I went reluctantly. I actually went with a hat on some big sweatpants and my arms crossed thinking 
I'm going to make sure I have all the walls up so they don't break me down here. <laughs> and because I think I just had never really taken the time to know what it really was. I had heard things about it, but I know I didn't really know how it worked. And so I walked in and I said, hi, I sat down. And as I listened, God opened my heart. It's so funny because I prayed for years to make a huge impact, to make a difference. What was the purpose he had for me? I never would have guessed this was it. But as I sat there, it began to unfold, Um, you know, one step at a time. I didn't know all that it was going to become, but I realized that number one, I was so excited to try the products and I knew that I had struggled so much. And if that could really help me, like it had helped them. And they were just sharing their stories. They weren't even trying to, quote, sell it to me. They were just telling me what had happened. And that was giving me hope. I was borrowing theirs. And then when it came to the network marketing business side, the profession, I listened and I thought, well, who wouldn't want freedom with their job? Who wouldn't want um, to have the ability to work from your phone anywhere that you're at? Who wouldn't want to be able to make extra money for their family on the side, whether it was a full-time job and you were doing this as extra income, or if you didn't have one and stayed at home and were looking to add an income, who wouldn't want to do that? And if these products really work, how much would you have to hate someone not to tell them? I tell people about a movie. I tell people about my favorite restaurants or places that I love to visit. Why wouldn't I if it ended up being such a life change? And so, you know, as I sat there for that, I don't even know, 30 minutes, um, God really began to work on my heart. And by the end of it, I said, well, I have to go home because my husband thinks that I came in here to say no to everything. (laughs) And I'm going to have to go home and try to share with him what in the world I feel. And then then I'll get back to you. So I did. I went home. Um, He knew it by the time I opened the door that something had happened because we've been together since we were teenagers. And he's like, oh my gosh. So I said, well, just sit down and listen. And I shared my heart with him, showed him everything. And the rest is history. I absolutely love that story. And I, it never gets old hearing that story because I think that probably every single person or nearly every person listening to this episode can relate with one part of it of either being skeptical or feeling like maybe you were doing somebody a favor by going to one of their meetings or events and then really realizing that, wait a second, there is so much more to this. And I know that that's my story too. Like when we don't understand something and fully what it is, it's easier for us to, to put past judgment on it. But then once we get a hold of something and it changes our life, then it makes all the difference in the world. Lacey, I know that you are passionate about helping other people fund their God dreams, as you call them. Can you like inspire us on what a God dream is and how you have used network marketing as a vehicle to help do this? Well, I love that you just said it was a vehicle because that's what I believe. I believe that this is just the way that you get to where God wants you to be. And I don't know about you guys, but If we backed up 15, 20 years ago, I'm dating myself here, aging myself, but I used to sit on my living room floor and beg God to show me what purpose he had for me. I was a stay-at-home mom. I have a college degree and I had worked for a while, but when I had my babies, I wanted to be with them and I truly loved it. But I think sometimes, even if we work outside the home, sometimes those years between your 20s and your 40s, 
you're searching. Like, what does God have for me? What is my purpose? Like when it's all over, is, am I going to have left an impact? Am I going to have done what he wanted me to do? And I looked so hard for it and I prayed for it. And I knew I was making an impact on my kids. And of course that was so important, but I felt like he had more for me. Like that wasn't it. I still was Lacey. I still was this wife and I was a mom, but I also had things to do for the kingdom. And that were, you know, in addition to the things I could do for my marriage and for my children. And I, I just would pray about it. Well, I would look, you know, cause I, I guess I feel like God doesn't just say, well, um, ask me and then I'll do the rest. I think he says, seek me, but then get to work. And Absolutely. right. And so I would look and we volunteered in our youth department at our church, which I still to this day love and know was an impact, but there was more. And I tried in women's ministry things, you know, within the church and enjoyed them, but I was not sure that was my total fit there. Um, I don't know. I just kept looking and I kept seeking. And I honestly, at times it would get frustrating. And I don't know if anyone gets frustrated (laughs) when they're praying and asking and you feel like you're looking, but you're not finding it. You're like, I can't hear you, God. I don't know what's happening. Why do I still have this burden on my heart? Like there is something else. And it teaches me for one, obviously we know that he always hears us and that he has the perfect plan and that we need to get to work. But at the very same time, we have to trust, you know, he's got it and that I can be patient, that I can do these other things and they may bless me or they may bless others, but just to keep seeking, you know, I mean, if we figured it out on day one, would I have really given it fully to God so that he could show me exactly who he made me and exactly what he wanted for me. And here's the real like plot twist. I certainly didn't start this company thinking that it was going to answer that prayer in a way that actually did fulfill that, but it did. And I would just encourage you because as you said at the very beginning, Carrie, it's a vehicle. There's going to be so many things we do for God. And the God dream is your purpose. The God dream is really what in your life just brings you alive. It gets you up out of bed. You don't feel like it's daunting as a task. You find joy, even if you're working hard and getting no credit. I mean, whatever that is that just fills your soul because it's what God made you for. And the truth is, there's going to be more than one of them. And it's going to change throughout our lives, at least in my experience. And it's going to grow and it's going to mold. And he's going to use some of the things to prepare you for the next one, for the bigger one. And we got to go through every step. So that's why I was on my living room floor begging God as my babies were playing blocks. And I always wanted this. You know, there's something more in me, but he was using each experience to build to the next. And so... Find joy in every moment, but keep searching and keep asking him for that purpose. And it's going to happen. Um, And it may go through a series of steps and there are going to be different things that you end up doing. And all of them are part of your purpose. You can do more things. You know, if you accomplish one, it's not like you think, oh, good. Well, I'm going to sit back and do nothing. I always laugh and say my motto is I'm going to rest when I'm dead. (laughs) When I get to heaven. (laughs) I'll finally start resting because it's like an alert, you know, it's something that doesn't happen around here. We're always busy. We're always going. Um, yeah. My, Ricardo, my husband often says to me, okay, well, you're starting this and you're doing that. Like you're always 
moving on to the next thing. And that's just how God made me to be. And I find so much joy in doing that. And you made some really great points, Lacey, that there are just different seasons, I guess, that we could call them as well, that we go through. And even in building a network marketing business, at the time we're recording this, you have been in the industry for about nine, nine or 10 years. Nine, yeah. Nine years. And I know that throughout your experience, you're a um, a $4 million earner with, um, with the company. And you have definitely had some dynamics that you've had to work through just like every single one of us. And I'm, I'm guessing that you would say as someone who's beginning in network marketing, it might be a little bit different dynamic than somebody who's in the middle. But if you could briefly speak into, um, maybe some dynamics that you have had in your business and touch on how it can help somebody if they're just getting started and they're new to the person who feels like they're in the middle of the whole thing. Sure. Well, I am a firm believer that anything worth it isn't easy. And If it is something, I mean, check out the Bible, right? (laughs) All the examples that God used uh, and it was normal people. So you can do it no matter whether you're at the beginning, you're at the middle, you've, you know, maybe you're at the top, but you're struggling because guess what? It's a struggle every, you know, every point along that way, but it's one that is worth it. I mean, to have a child can be a struggle. I had major infertility, but I didn't throw my hands up and just quit. Because I knew I was meant to be a mom. I knew that there was this place in my heart for that. So if it failed once, I didn't say, oh, well, it must not be for me. If I ran into hurdles for, you know, income or whatever to help with that, I fought for it. And so I would say, if you're new, number one, just know it's a journey. Um, Or if you're in the middle, actually. Know it's a journey. Know there's going to be ups and downs. But if somebody you loved was on the other side of whatever, a detour, um, you know, a place that you don't think you can get to, you will go to any length to get there. And if you believe this is part of your God dream, if this is your vehicle that's going to help facilitate your God dream, then you just expect that you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have disagreements, maybe. You're going to have to communicate with people. Um, You know, there's going to be things that go wrong, people that judge you, uh, people that don't understand your heart. There might even be people that say stuff, but just because it's said doesn't mean it's true. The only, if I spent all of my time worrying more about what God thought about what I was doing as I do what people think, I can't even imagine what he could be doing with my life. You know, we've got to peel all those back and realize we're doing this because God gave us this life and this purpose. And that's the only person's opinion that matters. And so it's going to be a struggle and there's going to be times that you want to throw your hands up, but that's when you reach out to people who are where you want to go, to people who are believers, to people who will give you good guidance and you lean in on them and let them love you and let them build you up and, and let them help you. Because at least in our team, that's one of the greatest gifts is the relationships and the friendship. I think it's the greatest gift, well beyond the money or even the amazing products. But I would just encourage you if you're not even in a network marketing company and you're skeptical like I was to open your heart and learn a little bit. I mean, it's more common for people to do it now than to not do it because it is the wave of the future. Online sales are taking over every store and you know, people want to hear from someone they know and love and trust. 
if something's working. And if it's a gift, if your product is a gift to share, then why wouldn't you? Um, if you're brand new, just take a deep breath. Don't reinvent anything. Um, let your leader, and if your leader's not very active, find the next one. And then the next one, it's your profession. So don't rely on one person or one avenue. If you have to go out and make it yourself, it'll be worth it. It'll be tough. But lean into other people in the industry or people on your team and learn and grow and, and you know, make it authentic for you. Um, if you're in the middle, then you've had some success. But you also know that you can't just lay back and let it ride out. <laughs> I mean, that is something I learned too. Is like, oh, well, okay. You know, I love it. Why would I want to stop? And it's not about me. It's about all the people that I will reach that no one else will. And that's going to be my job, no matter how successful I am. And there are still difficulties, but I've never been in any profession, any job, any relationship, nothing that doesn't have those things that you have to work through, but it makes it worth it. Those are some great points, Lacey. I'm glad that you bring that up. And I, you are someone who has helped me so much in my business. And when I get stuck or when I want to pull back a little bit when I've wanted to do that, and you've been there every step of the way. And I agree with you that that's one of the greatest gifts that we have in the industry is the community and people who are willing to help get you where you want to go. I love that Lisa Bevere, I, I absolutely adore her, but she had a quote recently that I read and it says, when you are in the midst of a fire, you need someone who's not in the fire to help you find your way out of the smoke. And that mm. applies, I think, in our businesses and in our industry as well. If someone is in the middle or the beginning and they feel stuck, then find somebody, as you said, who is where you want to be, somebody who believes in you and believes in the industry and knows the truth about it. Because as you were talking, other people's opinions don't matter and they're not going to pay the bills. Right. Somebody's opinion of this profession and of this industry, no matter what they think about it, they're not the person who's paying, uh, paying my bills or funding the God dream as you talk about um, of where I'm wanting to go. So you gave us some great points on that, Lacey. And I would love to ask you real quick before I let you go about one of your God dreams that you have. It's remarkable of what you and your husband, Chris, have been able to do partnering with God and other people and how you've been able to bless this world and in particular Africa um, and children with because of this um, being a vehicle to do that. So can you share one of your God dreams and how God is using you guys? Absolutely. So like I said, how God will prepare you. I had been in this company for probably a year or two and had had this secret dream always to go on a mission trip. And my church would facilitate a group going to Africa and India. And I would look at that and always desire to do it, but realize that I couldn't fund a trip. And I know you can send out letters, but at the time I just didn't even have belief that I knew enough people that maybe I could raise the money to do it. And that's an important point. We have to know how powerful belief and faith are. And I wouldn't even try because I didn't have the faith that I could get it. And Anyway, I had been here for probably, I think, a year or two, and I realized, oh my goodness, I can go on the trip, and I don't even have to ask for help because this had blessed me so much. At the time, I didn't know that was part of my God dream. I knew I wanted to go on the trip, but while I was there, 
God truly opened my eyes um, and not without attacks from Satan, right? Whenever Satan knows that something great is going to happen, he's going to do his best to try to throw you off course and use you, use your own mm-hmm. fear, use whatever it is. And I had a panic attack, never had one in my life. And I had one the first night I was in Africa and could not sleep and finally had to wake our pastor up. And we sat up all night just praying, what is God going to do here? Because we knew it was going to be powerful because Satan was overplaying his hand big time. I had never had a problem with that. And so that next day uh, we went and my husband, just a little background as a teacher and then a principal. And uh, I previously had a social work and psychology degree. So kids, families, schools, all of that had always been a love of ours. And I just saw all these children Well, that night, of course, I was tired because I had not slept the night before. I thought I was just going to be knocked out and not wake up till the next day. And, you know, I was woke up in the middle of the night and I more clearly than I've ever heard, God was telling me, you're not just going to go on this mission trip and go home and say, yay, like almost like a little sticker. You did it. You went on a mission trip. Mm -hmm. No, you're going to do something and it's going to make a lasting change. So I laid down and I thought, uh... Was that you? (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, was that my idea? Am I just tired? Or was that really God? Well, I fell asleep, I think, woke straight up out of bed again. And on my mind was a child that we had sponsored when we were at a concert once. And I was like, hmm, okay. Went back to sleep, woke up again, and it just started coming to me. And by the next morning, I was so excited when everybody from our team got up and I told them the whole story of what had happened. And that was it. We started researching, asking questions, thought we might partner with an already an agency that was already in place. Um, but God kept revealing, no, I have it specifically for you and specifically for this you know, team from our church and specifically in a certain way. And we have, it's called Our Hope, like the letter R. Um, and our website is www.ourhope.life. And that stands for Restoring Hope. Um, And I hope you'll see with me the connection. God had prepared me for a few years to restore hope in people that they could feel their best, that they could feel confident and get back in pictures, that they could have energy. And to me, all of those things release us to go do what God called us. We're no longer held back by insecurities or our shape, our size, lack of energy, lack of health, whatever. And I had done that. But now God could use the income that he overly abundantly blessed us with. And we need to give back to him to restore hope in people across the world. And we have a lot of things we do here in the U.S., but that particular trip was a trip to Africa. And later we added on a trip to India. And we now have nearly 100 kids who are sponsored. And 100% of their money goes back to those kids. We visit them multiple times a year. Um, We have people in the country and our hope... Our hope, like our hope, is that we will restore hope in them to let them see that God has a purpose for their life and a dream, and they can use it in their country, and they can affect change and make an impact. And so it pays for their school, it pays for extra food, it pays for their uniforms and their books and their fees. And then we usually have a little leftover that gets them some additional clothing or maybe a mattress to sleep on, or maybe a solar light so they can do their homework. Um, And we have watched now, that has been years that we've had the agency and it's grown, of course. We don't mind if it always stays small because we always want 100% of each person's donation for their child per month to go back to their child. 
but we've watched these kids change just like I watched people change in this industry, just like we encourage supported and impacted and uplifted people um, to believe physically and financially that they could change. We were watching these kids. They physically look different. They now want to be doctors, teachers, pilots. Um, they smile. They look us in the eye. They laugh. They hug us. They thank their sponsors and ask God to bless their sponsor because of what their sponsor did for them. It's truly remarkable to watch these kids. And I know that even way back when I prayed on that living room floor to bring it all back, that God knew. And I just needed to follow him. I needed to be patient. I needed to trust him. And in the most crazy way, he made network marketing a vehicle. For that God dream, I have so many more in my heart to help people in my family, to help friends, to just bless this world and to teach our own children that it's so much greater a blessing to give than to receive. And everything God gives us was his to begin with and whatever he wants to do with it. We just want to be good stewards with anything for his kingdom. Amen. I just love that story, Lacey. And I thank you for being willing to share it and to be vulnerable and and willing to go there with us today on this episode of Dream Builders podcast. And I can't wait to see what else God is doing with your story. And to our friends who are listening, can you believe that God has done all of this through the industry of network marketing? It is just incredible. And I hope that you see yourself in a little bit of Lacey's story and that ultimately you see how God is here for you and that you would um, see that he has dreams for you and your life as well. So Lacey, tell everybody where they can go ahead and get in touch with you. Um, Where do you hang out on social media? Well, I have every account possible, right? (laughs) I have a Snapchat, (laughs) I have a Facebook, I have an Instagram, and they're all under my name, Lacey Friend. Uh, (laughs) Blue-eyed, blonde-haired, middle-aged mom, but uh, (laughs) I love every single minute of it. And of course, I gave you guys our website for our hope. But yes, that's where I'm at, mostly on Facebook and Instagram is where most of my things are. And then of course, you know, our company, we have websites for that as well. So awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Lacey, so much for sharing your story today and just helping build that belief in each of us. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for joining me with Lacey Friend on today's episode of Dream Builders Podcast. I just want to encourage you to go out there to know your dream, to live your dream and build your dream. I'll chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Dream Builders Podcast with Carrie Robina. Subscribe or follow Dream Builders wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to share this episode with a dream builder in your life.